everybody want to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Imagine making a difference. No, imagine being the difference. The difference between I can't and I can or I won't and I will. The reason someone chooses to wake up and strive for greatness. In life, it can feel like everything is working against you. Let's defy all odds and break generational curses. This is Overstepping Poverty with Daquan and Zacchaeus. Welcome back to Overstepping Poverty, the podcast that provides you with tips, tricks, and hacks in overstepping poverty. Today, I'm here with my co-host, Zacchaeus. How you doing? I'm doing good, my man. How are we doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's another great day, great day to be alive. Hell yeah, man. Episode six. Already? Episode six, man. Time flies when you're having fun. Man, I'm saying. And you want to know what's really cool? The more that we continue to be consistent the more and more we have first-time listeners. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are waiting for us to show that we're going to be consistent to give some of their time to actually listen to hear what we have to say. So I appreciate everybody that's taken the time to listen to any of our podcasts and show some support. It means a lot to us. So thank you guys. So today, let's talk about what we're going to get into. I think something that has helped you grow in your life and helped you get to the position that you're in now. And really the same for myself is the amount of value that we can add to people's lives, whether that's for you and helping people get into a new car, whether that's for me helping people buy a house for the first time or repeat home buyer, but also other things, the amount of effort we put into the relationships around us and the little things that we can do to help people grow can go a long way. So we're going to dive into adding value to others. So I'm going to start with the first question here. How can adding value to others help people build deeper relationships and more meaningful relationships, both personally and professionally? Yeah. Here's what I know. When someone's adding value, it means that they're typically taking time and effort into not only themselves, but into others. When they're trying to add value to a relationship, that means they have to give them their full selves to that person or persons to really add anything to it, okay? So imagine being with someone and you're present with them and they're telling you a story and it's something that's just super meaningful and it's something that's deep down from their heart. And the only thing that you can say and respond to them is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of those times it's because people aren't really listening to what you're saying. What they're really trying to listen to is how can I respond to this? Right now, one thing I know is that if someone's trying to add value, they're present, not only present there in the moment, but present there emotionally, mentally doing that and just being present at all times. It's going to help you as far as build meaningful relationships, as well as it's going to help professionally build those as well. Yeah, I have one of my favorite examples of this is a good buddy of both of ours, Omar, that we met through networking and kind of getting around like-minded individuals. And he's somebody who has a brand called always adding value. I wear his bracelet that says that every single day. 
And the reason that I do that is because I love everything that it stands for. And not only is he somebody that is pushing adding value, he actually is adding value. And it was months after we had ever gotten together again and he had reached out to me. I was young into my career with as a mortgage lender. And he was like, hey, I see that you're doing videos. I'd like to come help you with that. I don't want any money for it. I just want to provide value. And at the time, that was awesome. I was, like I said, younger into the career. I hadn't made a ton of money yet or anything like that. And just somebody wanting to come in and help my business out gave me a ton of respect for him. And at the same time, it made me want to add value back to him. And fast forward a few months after he came into our office and helped me with the video, our marketing person decided to take a new position. And he was the first person I thought of. And with that, I go to the branch manager, Josh, and kind of put in his ear, hey, we got a guy. I have a guy that I know that I've met that's helped me. In fact, I wear this bracelet all the time, yada, yada, yada. He ended up getting a position with us now. So he's now working with us at Cross Country Mortgage. And that just shows that adding value, although you might not be getting paid for it right away, it can pay you a lot more in the long run in having that longer mindset as well. Absolutely. What he did is he gave his time. And during that time that he was giving his time, he wasn't receiving anything besides gratitude because he does a great job at what he does. He definitely adds value into any room or any event. Down the road, what's really nice about that is that time ended up turning into money. I mean, now he has a job and whatnot, and he may not have went there looking for a job, but that job found him. And that's really nice about, that's the nice thing about adding value because at some point in time, it's going to give back. Absolutely. The more that you are giving to other people, the more that you're going to receive that it's so important to have a different mindset. I know when I would go into a job in my late teens, early 20s, I was going to that job and I was not going to do any more than what I was going to be paid to do. And that was my mindset. And it didn't click for me until really close to the age that I am now that those people that are getting promotions and those people that are moving up They're doing more than they need to do. They're doing more than the bare minimum. And when you can have the mindset of thinking, okay, I'm not maybe not getting paid what I want for this right now, but eventually the hard work is going to pay off. People are going to notice that I'm doing more and adding more value than somebody that's coming in to do the bare minimum. And that's something for me where I had to take a look at that and really learn from it because I never had that mindset. And I think it really stunted my growth for a long time. Absolutely. And so that actually leads us into my next question that we have for us. And it's kind of like what I was speaking about earlier and then just being present and listening. And that question is, how can you use empathy and active listening skills to better understand the needs and wants of others and provide meaningful solutions that add value to their lives? I really like this question because it's something that I'm able to use very, very often in my profession. When you are in sales or you are an entrepreneur and your job is to gain clients, sell a product, build relationships, like you have to be able to communicate in more ways than just verbally, right? 
based off your body language, making people, when they're opening up to you about their situation or their goals or their problems, you want to make sure that they feel like you're listening. They can tell by looking at you whether you're listening or not. Put your phone away. You don't need your phone when you're having meaningful conversations with people, right? And really take into consideration what it would feel like if you were in their position. How would you want to be helped? And I think that's really what empathy is, is understanding how somebody may be feeling and really validating that, even if you don't have to say it verbally. Again, this can go back to stuff we've talked about in the past about how you make people feel. They can definitely tell when you're listening. And then at the same time, active listening is asking deeper questions. When somebody is giving you a rundown of what they're looking to do or, again, their problems, it's always good to follow up whatever they're talking about with another question to dig a little deeper. Because automatically when you do that, it's going to make people feel like you're actually listening because you're actually responding with a question on if somebody's talking about, hey, I went on a vacation. I loved it. Oh, what did you do? Oh, we got to go whale watching. What did you like most about that? Stuff like that where you're not surface level. You're getting a little deeper. You're not brushing it off. So that's how I think it can help provide value because when you're gathering all of that information, you're able to find out where you fit in. If you can't, find where you fit in, it's okay to ask them, hey, how can I add value to you? How can I make your life easier? You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, what do you think? Mine is going to be kind of like in your personal relationships and the groups that you're in. One thing that I notice about myself is like whenever someone comes to me with a problem, typically like I need a nod of approval for when it's time for me to talk. Like, because at that point in time, I just want to hear exactly what's going on. And most times when someone comes to you with a problem, they just need someone to listen. They don't need someone to respond to them on what they're saying or anything like that. They want you to really just hear the issues that they're going through. Now, when it's time for you to respond, I don't usually just give like just one word answers or little sentences of, oh, wow, maybe you should fix that. Instead, I'm like, well, here's a good solution. I've heard exactly the problems that you're going through and whatnot. And during this time of me listening, I was able to actually think of something that might actually help you because it kind of relates to me as well. Because I I mean, if you have a problem and you're in my friend group and you're in my inner circle, if you're being affected by something, that means I'm being affected by something as well. Because if you're not at the top of your game or if you're not ready to add value to other people or anything like that, then I feel like I need to be there to help you. I like that. Okay, so I kind of want to dig a little deeper even into that. I know there's kind of a different preferences on it, but when you are talking with somebody and you're listening to some of the things that they're going through, it can be easy to relate them to things into your life. And I think most times it's to have the other person know that you understand really something of what they're going through, right? On the other hand, I feel like sometimes people can take that the wrong way and think that you're only wanting to talk about yourself. How can you be careful or how can you make sure that when you are kind of relating someone's situation to what you're going through, how can you make sure that they're not taking that the wrong way? Really, it's going to come down to what you're saying. So typically when I'm speaking with someone, 
and they do have like issues instead of me just saying like I can relate with that or I get that I say I understand okay okay and instead of saying oh I absolutely know how you feel I know exactly how you're feeling here I understand I understand how you feel and the reason that I do that is because one I mean most of the times I've probably been in the same situation that you've been in and if I haven't you just told me I listened to you so like full and intent that I could understand I really could and that's what your active listening is I understand that some people typically get like really like the hey listen this is not about you this isn't about you but that also goes back to where most of the times when I am listening I'm just active listening and I want them to say exactly what they need to say. And then usually someone's going to give some type of gesture right? or they're going to say something as far as like, okay, you know, and I, I want to know your opinion on that after that. What about you? I think it's really, it's situational. That's where you're really using your own senses to understand how somebody is feeling. Like you just said, most time, if you can hear that somebody's venting about something, you can understand that they might just want to talk. They don't really care what you even say back. And on the other hand, I think if you're somebody like myself and you're very, I think they call it like an empath, you can really feel how somebody is actually feeling. Like you take on the feelings of the person that you're talking to, which is, it can be very tricky. And that's why you have to be particular on who you keep around yourself right some people actually can feel how you're feeling even if they've never been through that situation because they can pick up on the way you're saying things they can pick up on your emotions when you're communicating through that story so how I go about it is I do express kind of how I relate to it I feel like I do a good job of making sure I'm at a good part of that conversation to where I can give that information And through that, I think it does create a connection. I think it's, again, understanding the body language and those different signs and situational. Again, if if somebody is just venting, like I said, they might not even want to hear what you have to say. So Absolutely. And it's kind of tough also because let's think about it. How do you build a relationship with someone? It's usually through connections, the same connections that you guys have. Uh, together. Whenever someone is in trouble or anything like that, we usually want to still try and connect because it's a relationship that we've gone years and years to build. So we're still connecting in that moment because you're sharing a moment with each other at that time. So those who do get upset about it or they feel bad about like when people say, I know how you feel because some people they feel don't. Right. I don't think they should. It's just it's a connection. And so that really leads me into my next question. How can you inspire and encourage others to also add value to those around them, creating a ripple effect of positive change and impact in the world? When you are surrounding yourself with people that you want in your inner circle or even your acquaintances, you know, it's important to create an environment where people want to do things for others. People want to have that servant leadership. I think that's one of the strongest forms of leadership is when you can show your employees or your team or whatever that you're willing to not only support them, but you're also willing to help them. You're willing to create those relationships with them to where if stuff's going on at home or they're stressed about something, they can come talk to you about it. 
and feel comfortable in the fact that you're going to help them find a solution to their problem. When I think of work settings where people get so much work put onto their plate that it can feel like they're drowning in work or like it's never ending. And when you have a servant leader who you can go to, they may find a way to move some of that work to somewhere else or help you find a way to kind of prioritize what needs to be done first. When you're helping those around you, it should create a ripple effect because when I help you, you should feel so grateful that somebody helped you that you want to pass it on to the next person. Right. And when that person, it's like paying it forward. When you go to a fast food spot or a coffee line and your drink gets paid for, somebody ends that, right? But the idea of is it that one person after another after another is creating a sense of gratitude from the person before that they're going to pass that on to the next person. And you have no idea how much that can affect somebody's day. Somebody might be spending their last dollar on something that they know they shouldn't get. Right. But maybe that's that one thing that makes them feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. You could change your whole life just by something like that to inspire them to do better and give to others. I completely agree with you. And I think kind of what you're getting at is as well as, is leading by example. Like, let's go to the work setting, like you were just discussing. We live in a world where work always comes first. When you're at work, no one understands that we're humans first. When we're there, they they think, okay, listen, I need to get a dollar. That's what I'm here to do. That's my main objective. And, right. and we're humans first. And so say at work, someone does come to you with an issue or a problem or anything like that. I mean, they're so shut down and just cut off that they don't want to actually sit and actively listen to mm -hmm. those issues because they're not getting paid for it. Right. It's and I don't like level. that. I don't like that at all. In society, in this world, we need to know that we are humans first. And that's the that's the main objective. And like you said, you can change someone's life by just any any little event, any little gesture that you do. And I know one thing is it it makes me feel great when, when I do those things. So I can only imagine how other people feel as well. Just leading by example, just making sure that at any given situation that you're in, whether it's you're in leadership or you're trying to get to leadership, you're always being positive and you're leading by that example. If you want to add value, add the value and guess what someone else is going to do. They're going to add value to the group as well. Really, that's how you build an inner circle too. It is. Wouldn't you say that's really like, one of the bigger goals that we have. I mean, I think what we're doing right now is a great example of it, of encouraging others to add value. We don't have to do stuff like this, right? Just like people don't have to listen. But people do listen because they value what we have to say. Absolutely. And that's not by any mistake. That's years of building a relationship with people and years of being consistent and years of showing them that, no, like, I'm a good person. I'm the person that is going to be in your corner, whether you're with this person or not, or you have this money or not. We are those type of people that are rocks for people. And really, I think we give people hope and we give people information that a lot of our parents or the school system or whatever should be teaching us, but they didn't. And at some point, somebody's got to take accountability for that type of stuff. And at some point, somebody's got to start providing that value to others so they can 
pass that on to their children and create a ripple effect so that they're passing it on to their children and so on and so on. Absolutely. One thing I wanted to say to our viewers and our listeners is to make a change, you have to be the change. And that's just where it is. You want to add value and give value to someone else? Do that. And that next person should be able to give that back. This also takes us into the part of our episode where we give you guys five tips, tricks, and hacks into adding value. Okay. So let's go ahead and start off with the first one here, Zach. Yeah. First one. Yeah. These are more strategies for you guys, really. So something I did in my work, we had a few exercises that we had to do and it was all around practicing gratitude. The more gratitude that you are, more grateful that you are, it seems like there's just more blessings and abundance that flows into your life, right? So I think everybody should do is for at least one week, every morning, write down 10 things you're grateful for. And that's it, okay? It's going to make you think. It's going to put you into an energy of gratitude And it's going to allow your entire day to flow so much better because you know what you're thankful for. You're conscious of those things. And you understand that if you didn't have those things, life wouldn't be the same. Absolutely. Next there is going to be develop a sense of purpose. When you really find your purpose in life, it's so easy to just maintain a mindset of service and contribution. It becomes a habit. So when you really have that, it just gives you such a clear sense of purpose. And what that does is, I mean... It allows you to want to make changes, want to achieve in life, want to really value what you have achieved and changed in life as well. So the next one is going to be be compassionate, kind of like we talked about just a little bit ago with the work setting. Have an understanding that people are going through stuff in life. You're not the only person that has problems. In fact, If everybody were to list their top few problems, you'd probably pick your own over a majority of the people that you surround yourself with. Be grateful that your problems aren't worse. Be grateful that you have the opportunity to be a rock for somebody in a time where they're going through a difficult time. And the next one is take action. You know, when you take action and you contribute towards others, whether it's your community, your peers, or just your closest family and your friends, when you're taking those actions to really change their mindset or change your mindset or contribute to them, it's going to really add value into any group setting that you're in, or even, I mean, just add value to yourself. I love that. And then our last one here is surround yourself with supportive people. We talk about it nearly every episode. The people that you keep around you are going to be the most influential beings in your life. There's a saying that says your network is your net worth. I don't think that has anything to do with money. I think that has to do with your connections. If I call somebody, are they going to pick up? If I'm not adding value to people's lives, why would they answer my call? I have to understand that in order for people to be wanting to receive I have to be willing to give and vice versa. So that's where we're going to leave things off here. So absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to us again. This is episode six, adding value. The value that you give is the value that you actually receive. So we appreciate your guys' time here again. My name's Daquan Brooks. And Zakia Shaw signing off, baby. Yes. We'll see you guys next time.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overstepping Poverty. We hope you found this week's discussion informative and thought-provoking. We know that tackling poverty is a complex issue, but by working together and understanding the root causes, we can make progress towards creating a more equitable society. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family, and don't forget to subscribe to our show. Until next time, let's take the next steps in Overstepping Poverty.